Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. Thank you so much for stopping by. I hope all is well, and if it is not, I hope and I pray that it gets better. Trust and believe that it can and it will. So today, uh, wow, I'm a little excited because, um, you know, for those who this is your first time listening to my podcast. Um, I've been very open and honest and transparent about my journey to healing through um, coming out of a, a very toxic relationship with a narcissist. And um, so I don't claim to be the victim. Um, I went through all the stages um, and I was intentional about my process to healing. Um, and it's just so crazy because I feel like Uh, One of the things that people say is, oh, you know, you got to heal and you got to heal and, you know, you got to don't jump back into a relationship again um, because, you know, you have to heal, you know, through whatever it is. And and I get all of that. Uh, So I was intentional about my healing. Uh, Every day is a work in progress. Trust and believe it's it's not an easy thing. Uh, I, I do have a therapist and I do seek my therapist when I feel that I need her. Um, But thank God I've been strong enough um, to lean on my support systems and just, you know, being intentional about the things that I do and praying and reading and meditating and just trying to keep my spirit right. And in the process of literally coming out of uh, that toxic situation, um, which was like a two year progress, it was like a two year process, actually. Uh, coming out of that situation. And um, I happened to meet my boyfriend, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I met my boyfriend. And for those um, people have asked me, well, where did you meet him? Um, I met him online. Uh, I met him actually on the Facebook dating app. And it's so crazy because I deleted that app maybe like three or four times. And Um, You know, I was just getting some crazy messages and just inappropriate messages from different random people. And that's just not where I was in my life. However, uh, when I I met my boyfriend, it was something completely different about the conversation. Um, You know, we chit-chatted a little bit, you know, corresponded. And then um, I ended up calling him. Like, he sent me his number, said, hey, you know, whenever you have time, give me a call. And... uh, the rest is history. You know, we spoke literally for three hours on the phone and, um, it it flowed. It was just something so beautiful, organic, and just natural about our conversation. And it's like automatically something just went off inside of me. And I just felt like, you know, this is the one. And so, you know, we talked and, you know, we was intentional about, you know, talking and getting to know each other, not rushing into anything and just letting things, you know, run its course. And, Uh, Here we are almost uh, 10 months in and, you know, we every month when it's coming, you know, to our, you know, anniversary, we call it, uh, we sit down and we have conversations about, you know, our journey, our progression, the things that we look forward to, the things that we want. We're very, we communicate a lot about, excuse me, about the things, you know, moving our our relationship. We do like these monthly check-ins, if you, if that's what you want to call them. And so... Um, I, I, I have to say, you know, um, I, I'm so appreciative and I'm so thankful for him, uh, for coming into my life. And now I'm able to 
you know, he, he's, a, he's there for me in the healing process. Um, he's there for me in every aspect, uh, whether I need to talk, whether it's for advice, uh, whether it's to pray, whether it's just whatever it is, you know, he's so supportive in my healing and he's not rushing me and we're not jumping into anything, uh, like when I get married tomorrow, like he's allowing me to heal through this, this process. And he understands, you know, that it was a very traumatic situation that I was in. And I'm so grateful for him for that. You know, it was, it's no pressure, um, to be this perfect person. It's no pressure to put up this illusion that I'm not hurt and that I'm going, that I'm going through things. And, you know, he's just so supportive and he's there for me. He's there for my children. Um, because it's not just myself, it's my children who had to also go through this and endure, um, some difficult times and some difficult situations. Um, and I'm just so excited to, you know, finally feel this sense of peace, this, this, this sense of love and to just grow every day and intentionally a little bit more, a little bit more. And so for those, you know, who are struggling, uh, I don't know where, you know, wherever you are in your, in your, in your journey, uh, whether you're becoming aware of narcissistic abuse, whether you're struggling, um, in the, if you're still in it and you're still struggling, or if you just came out of it and you're struggling to move forward, um, you know, I, I say that you have to be intentional about your healing, seek therapy, seek guidance. Um, but just know that, you know, don't, I wouldn't say rush into a relationship, um, because you, you do still have some healing to do. You have a lot of healing to do. However, and I'm only speaking for me, I knew and it's like an automatic light switch went off and was like, okay, this is somebody not that I wanted to grab onto, but this is somebody who I know I wanted in my life. I had you know, and it's, and I mentioned this in one of my other podcasts that I, uh, it's so crazy because a year prior, even though I was still kind of, um, in that toxic environment, cause the relationship was over a long time ago. And so I was doing the necessary steps to plan my exit strategy. And, you know, for those in a narcissistic abusive relationship, you have to understand it's not, it's just not like, Oh, I'm leaving and you're getting up and leaving or, oh, you know, um, the narcissist will either discard you or you will discard the narcissist or the narcissist will literally discard you, but they're still living with you. So it's, 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 it's a whole, it's a vicious cycle of abuse that you have to deal with, with narcissists. And so when I say exit strategy, I mean, literally like no contact whatsoever with the narcissist. So Whatever that looks like for you, uh, I don't, you know, some narcissists are violent, some narcissists are stalkers, uh, you know, it depends. So you have to plan your exit strategy and make sure that you do so safely for yourself and for your children. I, I will say that. And so, so, you know, if you come across, once you, once you find yourself in this journey, and you come across somebody who you can discern because like I said, I did a lot of praying. I did a lot of meditating and I was able to discern that this person was right for me. Don't close yourself off to love. Don't limit yourself and say, Oh, you know, 
don't don't close yourself off to someone who can possibly come into your life and love you correctly love you the way that you deserve to be loved love you love your children um just embrace you who's willing to help you on this journey to healing to be there to support you through this journey and through this process um because it's not for the weak um and if you are lucky enough to find someone or come across someone that's willing to help you through this process don't close yourself off i don't say rush into a relationship and become married the next day i'm just saying don't close yourself off because god is going to remove the things out of your life and if you stay in it god is eventually going to remove you and that's kind of what happened to me uh you know i prayed for certain things i i prayed to god for certain things to happen um and god of you know he started to move things out of my life you know materialistic things and he started to move certain things out of my life and then as time was going on um i couldn't remove the narcissist so i removed myself because I came across a post that says sometimes, you know, God will show you the signs and um if you don't pay attention to the signs, God will leave you in that situation to the point where he will break you to the point where you have no choice but to leave. And that is so true. And so I had to make a conscious decision and I said, you know something, I have to be obedient to God's word. I have to be obedient to all the things that I prayed for. God has given it to me. He's showing it to me, but I'm not being obedient to God's word. And so I say all of this to say because a part of my healing is to be transparent and to be open, honest and vulnerable about the things that I was going through. And so for me, um yes, I stayed in that mess um when I knew that I should have left a long time ago. I wasn't happy. I wasn't in love. There was no love in that situation. Um we really didn't have anything at this point. Um you know, we it's not like we had shared accounts. We 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 weren't on each other's like cell phone plans. Um you know, no car insurance, no cars or anything was was tied to us anymore because that's a whole nother podcast, but because you know, anybody who's with a narcissist long enough, they would drain you of your finances. Um, they'll break they'll, they'll literally damage your credit um, so you know cars and everything that was literally in my name you know he destroyed and so as God removed things out of my life there was really nothing there so the only thing left that we kind of had was the children and the children were over it and so now I'm at the point where um, there was nothing really between us but unfortunately you know we were still in the same household and you know unfortunately um for me uh i can honestly say that the flesh was weak so even though i didn't want to be with this man even though i didn't love this man even though the relationship was over um long before uh we were still in we were still and i wouldn't even say intimate cuz intimacy and sex is two different things and so we were still having sex And so um but you know it got to a point where even the sex I started to feel disgusted like I just felt 
repulsed and turned off. And, you know, that's when God came to me. He says, Lisa, you've been praying for me to do all of these things to you, you know, for you. And you've been praying to remove all of these things in your life, but you're not being obedient. Your flesh is weak. And so I I had to say to myself, wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I got to get my stuff together because you're right. You, I've seen that you removed this out of my life. I, you got rid of the car. We no longer have cell phones together. We literally, you know, don't, you know, like all of these things was transpiring, but we were still having sex and the flesh was weak. And I said, you know something, you're absolutely right. And then once I stopped having sex with the narcissist, uh, that's when I saw the devil horns. And that's when I saw, you know, that side of him come out. And, you know, God was revealing all these things to me. And, and that's when I started to pray even more and, and harder and meditate and, and become obedient. And then once I started to, once I became obedient to God's word, God sent the man that I had been actually praying for. Uh, prior, prior to meeting my boyfriend, I had wrote a list of all the qualities and all the things that I wanted in a next man that I allowed. Because here's the thing, I've always been independent. I've always had my own I've always been very self-sufficient. Um, thank God that my, my father taught me to be independent in that way. So I'm not one of those women and not no disrespect to anybody else, but I wasn't one of those. I'm not one of those women that, oh, I need a, a man to come and, you know, pay my bills and take care of me and buy me Gucci bags and Louis Vuitton, like Louis Vuitton. Like I've never, I've, that's never been my thing. Um, so I say all of that to say, um, be obedient and, you know, don't be, excuse me, closed off to, we're all entitled to make mistakes. Don't, don't be closed off to love. Don't be closed off to let God remove what's not for you so that he can bring what's actually for you and bring the things that you deserve. You know, we all deserve to be loved. We all deserve to uh, find our partner, find your soulmate, find your happiness, find your peace, find your joy. That's love. That's life. We all deserve that. Um, especially, you know, and if that's just, you know, we all want, we all want those things. We all want to be loved properly and correctly. And it's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with wanting to be loved and desired. And I'm not talking about superficial because here's the thing I prayed for the qualities in a man now I didn't know what this man looked like I I just you know I just prayed to God I made this list and I was very intentional about what I wanted in the next man that came into my life and so my boyfriend my partner my homie lover friend that's what that's our little personal joke um he's nothing that I would have ever looked at in the past. He's nothing that, and I, and I don't mean nothing, but when I mean like, you know, I was always into like, oh, I need the cute guy, the light-skinned guy, the tall guy. He had to have a certain kind of swag. He had to have a certain kind of, you know, it was like a look, you know, that I was attracted to. But just because I was attracted to it doesn't mean that it was good for me or what I needed or what, was what I really, you know, was for me. And so now that I'm older and I'm the beautiful age of 45 and I'm on this new journey, 
uh, in my life and I feel good. Is my life perfect? No, it's not perfect. Because, you know, like I said, I was with the narcissist and, you know, I got to get my finances and I got to get some stuff in order. However, the level of peace, the level of joy, the level of happiness and love, it almost feels like I'm, you know, crazy because it's like I'm experiencing in the midst of coming out of the shitstorm, I'm experiencing all these highs. I'm experiencing all the goodness of being obedient to God's word. So don't close yourself off to love. Don't close yourself off to allowing God to bring the right people, the right person into your life. You know, when you walk with this love and this confidence and this, re- it, it's crazy because like I walk down the street now and it's like, people are like, Hey, you know, like people are just like, Oh, Hey, you, you know, and I'm just like, hello. It's like, like, they're like, you know, you have this glow you have that. And I'm like, Oh, thank you. Like I, I can't see it, but they can see it. And so, you know, you don't realize it, you know, when you're within that toxic stuff, you don't realize that, you know, you just, I guess it's like a whole different No, it's like you kind of have like almost like an out-of-body experience, you know? And so I'm grateful that um, I was able to have an open heart and allow my boyfriend to come in and, you know, just be present and and be present. And be present and just be be open and allowing, you know, the goodness to flow, the goodness to come into your life, the good people to come into your life. And so stay tuned. Um, I'm going to have him on. I'm going to actually have him on discussing, um, you know, some different things, some different topics that we always, you know, talk about. And I'm just kind of excited and looking forward to, you know, introducing him to my podcast audience. So stay tuned. Um, and keep an open heart, lead with love, lead with kindness. Um, don't be afraid of love, you know, because you never know what it may look like. You never know who that's my granddaughter coughing in the background. My baby. Hello. Hi lady. My, my girls just came in from outside. Um, maybe I'll do a mother daughter podcast with the girls and you'll, you'll hear how crazy they are. You hear my grit. Hi, baby. Help you do what? Come here. So, yeah. So, lead with love. Lead with kindness. And you'll be surprised at, at how your life will change. Have a blessed day.